Hey everyone, it's Rahana Cannon with Brand Boutique Elite Speaker Series, and I have a very special guest today, my business mentor, Bill Walsh, um, the founder of Power Team International and America's small business expert. I met Bill in 2011 when I had just started my business, and he has helped me take it to where it is right now. You know, he was the first person that suggested that I be a speaker. I had attended his workshop, Rainmaker, in Costa Rica. It was super fun, and I learned a lot about how to really um, work through the, the minutia of creating and launching my business, and I got some really great tips to take it to the next level. And then he has this awesome program called Speaker Camp, and he was like, okay, you should definitely come to my Speaker Camp and be a speaker. And I said, absolutely not. I do not want to be a speaker. I'm super scared to get up in front of people and have them all watch me. And he's like, so... You know why do you do what you do and I said I love helping businesses you know grow their brand and I'm really good at social media and I love sharing that with people and he said so you can do that with for more people if you get up on stage and I thought and I was like okay you're right let's do this so I am a jump into the deep end and sink or swim kind of person. And so the next month we were uh, heading to Sydney, Australia for his. Right. <laughs> so it's been such a great journey. And Bill, I'm so yeah. grateful to have you in my life and to have all of the support. And, you know, every time I'm with you at every single one of the events, I'm always learning something new. And I've been to a lot of events with you. But yeah. there's always so much to learn, and you always have such amazing, amazing people around you. And you know, I'm so grateful for this journey, and I love speaking on your stages. And I'm so excited to share all of your great knowledge with all of my followers. So, well, well congratulations on all your journey to success. Obviously, uh, I still remember Costa Rica, and your mom and your stepdad were there, and uh, we had such an amazing time. And, and, and the funny thing about it is that you were just so open to the possibility. And, and sure enough, you did, you did great at Rainmaker, which is our incubator. And then you said, well, what's next? And, uh, and sure enough, um, next thing you know, you're speaking at the Federal Reserve and you're doing workshops all over the world and you're having fun and, and helping a lot of people and serving a lot of clients. And that really is the magic of it. If you look at the magic, it's not just your success. It's the success you've helped others with. And I think that's really the greatest gift is we talk about what's called the ripple effect of your work. And it's been great to watch over a decade now, nearly a decade, the ripple effect of your work with our clients, but with so many other clients and so many other stages. So keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that's so interesting. You know, I've also been around so many of the people that you've worked with and seeing them come in and maybe having a business idea or maybe wanting to switch from their corporate to like their passion project and really seeing that flourish. Yeah. It, it really is so great to, um, you know, watch people go into this like transition of like really stepping in and enjoying their lives and creating these awesome businesses. You know, for all of the people that are watching or listening right now, what would you say are kind of the the first steps to really, um, you know, stepping into your business and growing it and, you know, taking ownership and power into creating your life? Well, 
I mean, as a, as a venture capitalist, I've spent most of my career in business serving other businesses. And as a trader out of high school and college, did turnarounds for almost 10 years. And I realized that there had to be more. And uh, I realized that you've got to figure out, number one, what you're great at. You know, what are you really great at? Not good at, what are you great at? And what are you really passionate about? Put those two things together. What are you great at? What are you passionate about? And then make sure that there's some money in the industry. There's got to be money in the space, right? I mean, otherwise, it's just a hobby. But for a business, it's got to be something where you can really solve some problems. And sure enough, um, right after that, we I took a little break because sometimes you got to check out to check back in. And uh, we launched a really cool product. We were a marketing partner for GoDaddy and a channel partner for Franklin Covey. And we help people get their lives organized, give them a website and get them organized and give them some merchant processing and a business plan. And before you know it, we never really told people what business to do. I think internally, you know what you should be doing. It's more along the lines of giving someone an elevation plan to run with it. And then, of course, we launched a venture fund, mastermind, speaker programs. We became sponsors for major events that, you know, in some years had more than 100,000 attendees for the year. We launched book writing courses, internet courses, um, masterminds around the country. So with all that experience, what I still go back to, and I, it's funny, I look at my videos from 20 years ago and I talked about a lot of the same things that the rules for success don't change. They don't. The, the only really wild factor in this thing is that, are you willing to put the time into it? And this is where most entrepreneurs, this is where they fail, is because they quit you know, three feet from gold. They quit just short of the finish line. They've got the idea, they've got the passion, but all of a sudden life shows up and Lord knows we've, we've seen challenges in, in our economy and it's not that the challenge that you face, it's how you face the challenge. Because we all have good days and bad days. I have good days and bad days, right? I have good weeks and bad weeks. But it's really how do you get up in the morning every day? And that first 30 minutes of your day can be critical to your thinking, to your processing, to your belief system that will make or break the rest of your day. So I really help understand and, and really do understand for entrepreneurs, don't let those negative anchors in. Don't let those negative people set the tone for your day, you know, and, and, and really be be cognizant of the fact that your time is very priceless. You know, if you don't realize just how valuable your time is, you, you've really missed the mark as an entrepreneur. Because people, if you're great at what you do, they want to steal your time. So being great at what you do is one thing. Putting the habits around it is really a big part of that. But you got to follow through. I watch so many talented people that if they would just follow through, that if they would just run the basic play of see the people, tell the story, right? Go out there and talk about your business but they'll cocoon themselves and they'll think that someone's gonna come knocking on their door wanting to buy their products or services. It's just not the fact. So you've gotta really be great at what you do. You gotta have a big why. What's your passion behind what you're doing? It's gotta serve a lot of people. There's gotta be money in the space and you, you just, you, you can never quit. So that's a, in five minutes or less, that's a good you know overview of what it takes to really win in life and win in business. Yeah, I really learned that from you, you know, putting in the steps and not just thinking that people are going to knock on your door, you know, especially, when, you know, I have clients that are like, oh, yeah, we're going to um, work with you and hire you for our marketing. We really want you to take our business to the next level and, and do the marketing and stuff. But, yeah, we'll do that when we get more sales. And I just think I'm like, well, how are you going to get more sales? Nobody knows your existing because yeah, the marketing the marketing always comes before the sales 
Yeah, and and investing. So there's a couple of things that I, I learned. Investing in myself and outsourcing and not thinking that I can do everything. Right. So you can get quicker to the goal if you have a roadmap and you have the right people you know, telling you and teaching you what to do. Like, I'm so glad that, you know, I, my mom met you and was like, okay, you have to meet Bill Walsh. He's um, amazing at what he does. He's going to really teach you so much. And it was, you know, such a blessing to have, like, come into your space. And I've learned so much. And so, you, but you also, But you also put the work into it, right? You showed up in Costa Rica. You showed up in Australia. You showed up in London. Right. You showed up in so many cities with Jamaica work in the business, right? Miami, Las Vegas, Chicago, Boston, LA. Look at all the markets that you've spoken in, right? But you showed up. And some people they 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 won't even show up. They wouldn't even show up if they were if they had a chance to to win a pot of gold. They'd come up with some reason why they couldn't make it that day. And 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 I tell people every day that the pot of gold is just outside the edge of your comfort zone. The pot of gold in any business always rests in that extra mile. You know, that's why it's called the extra mile. That's why it's, it's very um, it's very unpopulated, right? Because people won't put the extra mile in. But that's where the magic is at. That's where the, the real success in business, you're going to find it in the extra mile. And yeah. that's why you've had success. Yeah, that's so true. You know, people think, oh, yeah, you're traveling and you're doing all of this stuff. And, oh, you're, you know, do you work? Is it's your life is so easy, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you don't see the, the right. amount of hours. Well, in the they, never, they never get a chance to walk in your shoes. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't sleep that much. And I'm basically going hard the whole time. And it's like, well, you, are you willing to, you can hang out in Thailand with us. Like, you can hang out in, you know, the Bahamas yeah. with us. But are you willing to like go hard? Are you willing to take every single opportunity? And I think, you know, I'm very grateful of not having a level of fear. I mean, obviously I have fear, but being able to step past that fear and always just being like, okay, what is going to be good for me? And even if it's uncomfortable, I'm still going to do it. Right. I remember, um, you know, I had just gotten out of a bad relationship and a breakup and you're like, okay. So do you want to speak in an event in LA in two days? And I said, get you right back to work. Yeah. I was like, okay, yep. I really want to hide and cry under the covers, but I am going to get on a plane and speak at an event and get in front of all those people and pretend that I don't want to cry right now. But like, I'm, you know, whatever you, you know, whatever you feed is what grows. Right. So if you, if you stay in the poor me, you know, it's not going to work. I don't deserve this. Then you're not going to get it. You know, but if you'll if you'll be willing to um, get above the noise, get above. You know, they always tell you that it's really hard to see through the trees. Well, it's easy to see when you're above the trees. You know, and and, and sometimes you have to count on somebody. You have people in your life you can count on, and you're lucky if you got five people in your life you can count on. Five real people that you can count on. That when times are tough, who shows up? Right. And, and that really is the, the, the real magic of of uh, of life is being able to surround yourself with people that can see and feel your vision the way that you see it. Because if, if they don't see and feel your vision, um, you're on a you're on a cross path for for disaster because they're going to find every effort to to knock you down. And, and that's that's sometimes the reality of life is who you surround yourself. You become whether you like it or not. I, I tell people all the time, I said. If you hang out with four broke people, you'll be the fifth. 
You know, so <laughs> be very careful who you allow in your inner circle and make sure that they're there when times aren't so good. Listen, when you're flying on private jets and you're on yachts and you're having all these fun parties and all these events, believe me, you know, they all they all want to uh, they all want to show up. But it's when times are tough. Right. You know, when, when you got to move out of your house and, and, and you got to move out of your office or you're moving from your office, all of a sudden you, you text and it's like, you know, you hear nothing but crickets. Right. All the crickets are out there because they're they're too busy. But your real friends, they always show up when times are tough. So, you know, you can always count on me. And if times are great, I'll be there. Times aren't so great. I'll be there. You know, and that and that really is when you when you look for people in your life that you can really depend on. It's a priceless part about being an entrepreneur, too, is that you have to realize that if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, surround yourself with a great team. And those are the great team will always win in the long run. Yeah, that is so true. And and I think a lot of entrepreneurs think that they need to do everything alone because they're like, okay, well, I'm just starting up or I have to like bootstrap this. But there's so many opportunities for you to partner with the right people. You know, there's so many things that you can do. And and then also who you surround yourself with. I think I, I've always known that lesson and I've tried to surround myself with people that are you know, about something and creating something just because I need somebody intellectually stimulating to be in my space. But I, I think this year I really realized like the energy, like the people that you let into your space, the energy that you let into your space, it, it, it's something that you should be protective of and, you know, be very specific be. and not just like in business, but just in life too, because if you're up to big things, you need all of the all of the energy around you to be supportive of like your dreams, your goals. And, you know, I really care about people. And when I, there's somebody negative or miserable in the space, like that sucks my energy. Like I want to help them. I want them to be better. But like if they're not willing to put in the work to be better, to like realize that their limiting beliefs are just limiting beliefs and it's not like, reality then it kind of like brings me down so it gets, I, really, it gets really hard to carry people right so you've got to ask yourself in your life the people you're surrounding yourself with are they running with you or are they just counting on you and there's a difference there are they just always you know what else can i get not what can i give i i'm a real big believer in the go-giver that you know you always pay it forward and um time will always it's going to elevate or expose it just will, right? It's going to elevate. It's going to promote or expose. And you're going to find that there's going to be takers in your life that that they don't give back. They're not the first to show up, but they're always the first to show up when it's, you know, how can they get a win out of it versus how can I just show up and play full out and let the chips fall where they may? Because the minute you step from what can I get to what can I give, and you can't always keep giving, that doesn't work either. It's got to be where it's a, where there's some give and take there. You know, if you just always give, 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 and there's no, there's no return, well, the writing's on the wall, you know? So you just got to understand that time is always going to either elevate or expose. And, and, that, and that's, that's a neat part about life when you can take a step back and take a look, you know, over the last year, who have you spent your time with? Over the last year, who have been your best marketing partners? Over the last year, who've been your best customers? You know, begin to go down a list of that and then figure out, well, this is probably where I should be spending more of my time versus with, you know, dream stealers and complainers. Well, all they ever do is have reasons why things don't work. 
you want to do your best to run away from those folks because if you don't, once again, you know, you, you become a product of your environment who you spend your time with. Yeah, and I think also too, you know, when I first started off business, it was like, oh, I'll work with anybody and everybody. But now I'm very selective on who right. I work with. Like I only want to work with people that are really passionate about what they do, that are willing to put the work in and work the plan. Because yeah. as you know, as a marketing expert, you can't push somebody if they're not willing to put the work in. And True. they and I think that people like that too end up blaming the people that they work with because they're like, oh well, I didn't make those sales. And it's like, well, we can only take you so far. Like you actually right. have to like do something to cross that finish line. So speaking of sales, like I think you are such a great salesperson. Like the sales tips that you give in all of your workshops are like they're gold. You know, what would you say are kind of three top sales tips when you're promoting your products and services and what kind of marketing methods do you recommend? Well, two really different questions, right? So when it comes to, let's go with the marketing first. When it goes to marketing, you've got to invest in, in, in great partnerships. You've got to hire people, you know, like Farhana that can help you with getting your message out there faster, understanding how to really leverage social media, you know, to get that exponential growth effect into your business. So when I look at the business as a cycle, I look at number one, if you have a great product, let's say you have a great product or a great service, Let's take that as part of the deal that you've got something great. Well, then it's about who do you share it with, right? So number one, you've got to identify your perfect customer. If, 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 for example, let's just say that you're selling, you know, travel retreats in, uh, in in the Maldives, right? You know that your market is not the 18 to, to, to 10 year old, 10 to 18 year old person. You know, it's someone that's got some money that wants to travel. So you've got to identify your perfect customer. Once you know your perfect customer, then you figure out how do I get to them directly? How do I speak to them directly? And do I have the right marketing promotional tools to get to them? You know, have I used like postcards? There's a service called Next Day Flyers. Print 5,000 flyers for like 100 bucks. You know, these are little tools, but everywhere you spend money, dry cleaners, Starbucks, everywhere, right? If it's in your market where there's money and that's who you're doing business with now, Put it right in front of them because if you don't put your marketing out there, uh, there's no way. It's it's like fishing with a you know with an M2, nothing on the hook, no bait, right? So you've got to have something out there that you put high quality, some money behind, four color, two sided. You know you can even and, and this sounds crazy, right? But you can get a book cover done. Launch, tell them your book's coming out in two years. Do a press release around your book. You know, do the press release around whatever that your expertise is because. People do not want to work with um, a LASIK surgeon saying, come be the first customer. They want to buy from experts. So get a book out there, get a press release done, get some messaging around the fact that you are now the expert. Get your social media tuned up so that when people come there, you have opt-ins. Use mobile opt-ins, use keywords, use QR codes. A lot of this stuff you can do for next to nothing these days, but you've got to have automated sales process. Write that down, automated sales processes because it's not just meet them one time. People always buy the first time. If you watch the infomercial world, they want you to watch it 17 times, over and over and over and over. But it's your job if you're building in your local economy and you wanna really save money, you can use barter. There's a service called iTex, right? Use some of their barter dollars and trade for free advertising. They will advertise you to their entire client database and you can start for those 100 bucks. So the thing is, 
you've got to be really on the offense with your marketing and realize you can set up your own podcast through Anchor. You can begin to, you know, have your own radios and TV shows now digitally that cost you next to nothing. But the big secret is, is that you've got to figure out which ones of your marketing where you've got the lowest cost, right? But you're getting the highest output for the dollar spent. And does that move the customer to make a purchase? Now, 95% of the customers buy because you ask them to. So you've got to make sure that on every website you have, do you have a call to action? Do you actually have a credit card processor? Do you have a free newsletter? You know, the money in business today is building something called active communities. If you look at all of the, what I call unicorn businesses in the last 10 years, whether it's someone like Airbnb or Dollar Shave Club or even Southwest Airlines or, you know, Facebook even or Twitter, all these companies, they've all built really, really large active communities. And the valuation of their business is not just in their sales, it's in the size of their database. How active is their database? So you've got to begin to build that today because one of the greatest resources for new customers will come from customers. So do you have a good referral program? Listen, DirecTV, Dish Network, Chase Bank, Bank America, they all have referral networks. They all have referral programs. Where's yours? Do you have customer loyalty programs? You know, are you using customer loyalty? One of our newest loyalty programs, we can give away 10,000 vacations a month and it costs us a fixed rate. So they can get a three-day, two-night vacation in Orlando or Disney, and they pay like 15 bucks for the few days they're there. And the taxes, of course, you always got to pay the taxes. But the thing is, that's a great giveaway now that we can offer. And there's more. There's discounts on movies, discounts on this, because everyone likes to save money, too. So begin to think of unique ways to get referrals. Begin to think of unique ways to ask for the order. So what I realize is that if you can really help somebody, if you can solve their problem, it's never a money issue. Just get that and get that clear. If you can really help somebody, if you can really solve their problem, it's never a money issue. If you're in the hospital and your leg is broke, do you ask the surgeon, well, how much is this per hour? How much are you going to charge me to stop the bleeding out of the side of my leg because my bone is taken out of the leg? You don't ask those questions. You say, solve the problem. Well, believe me when I tell you that in certain areas, people have greater pain from other things that you can help them with. And so never take a no from someone that can say yes, that you know you can serve. Now, if it's the wrong customer, just move on. You know, if, if they've always got an excuse, if it's always a challenge, always a problem, they won't put the work into it, listen, just move on. Because unless somebody wants to help themselves, you cannot help them. Understand that in sales. So knowing in sales that be authentic, know the fact that you can solve their problem. If you can't solve their problem, find someone that can. But you've got to be consistently persistent, which means every day just ask yourself, this is a great test for the last seven days of your business. How many leads did you generate? How many presentations have you given? How many people have you helped get started with your company, your products, your services? So leads, presentations, new customers. It's a simple test for every business that will tell you, would you have hired or fired yourself for the last seven days? And if you'll just take that one little test, and you really just follow that through for a whole year, you will find you'll probably be one of the best years you've ever had. So be consistent, stay on track, don't let people get you off track, but you've gotta keep score. Starbucks keeps score every 10 minutes worldwide. They know all their sales, every barista worldwide, every 10 minutes. When's the last time you actually tracked your own sales against how many leads did I generate, how many presentations, how many new customers? 
because the new customers will give you a factoring on how many customers become referrals. Even if just one out of 10 refer you customers, that's a 10% increase in your overall business by simply asking for a simple favor to refer you a few good leads. So when, when you start to put those in motion, you'll have more fun, you'll make more money. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all like gold right there. And everybody listening in here, you know, I love working with clients because not everyone is creative to think about like, okay, what are these different marketing strategies? People don't maybe know how to implement them or how to create the design of it or the branding around it. And there are so many people that are willing to help. And so I love working with clients and actually helping them create this plan and thinking through all of those different steps and all of creating their sales and marketing funnel. So, you know, what does your social media look like? How are you attracting those people? How are you taking through fostering, generating those leads, like what opt-ins, you know, freebies and opt-ins, people are like, oh, what, what's that? No, they can just go buy on my site. And I'm like, well, somebody from social media isn't going to come from social media and just buy your $5,000 program right. without anything. And then, you know, having multiple touch points, it takes people seven to 12 times of seeing a brand to actually purchasing from them and people just think oh yeah well I'll just do this one thing this one time and you know they'll buy from me and it, it's just not the case and so it's you know about creating that plan working the plan creating the funnel and then another thing you said is knowing that right customer and knowing how you can serve that right customer yeah. a lot of people when we're starting their marketing I'm like so who's your perfect customer and they're like no like anybody can buy from me and I'm like, well, I don't think my grandmother is going to buy from you. I just don't right. think she's going to. Um, she could, but like, I just, you know, she's probably not who we're going to target right now or my little cousin. You know, so like, let's be really specific. So when somebody knows exactly who their customer is, and it doesn't have to be just this one person, but we all have this perfect person. Like, it's like, I can tell you, like, all of these different things of like who my perfect person is, all my clients don't look like that. But I know that when I'm doing my marketing, I'm going after that person. Right. And it so saves you guys, it saves you a lot of headaches. You know, if you're not really clear on who your customer is, take a half a day and get clear on that. Begin to write out everything you can think of about your perfect customer. Who else do they buy from? Where do they live? What is their, um, you know, do they buy online? Do they buy a repeat? You know, are they a one time buyer? Are they a cash buyer, internet buyer? Uh, do they like to golf? What are the things that they like? What are the industries they already buy from that you can partner with? These are all little golden nuggets that will make your marketing so much easier because if you can speak to only perfect customers that you know you can serve their issue, that's a, that's a home run because it saves you all the time. And that's why companies, you know, when they talk about, you know, they spend millions on research. Yeah, because if they didn't spend the millions on research, they, they would gamble hundreds of millions and, and not even know the outcome. So be, be, um, be willing to invest in your marketing in advance. The, the more that you'll put into research and marketing in advance, the easier the sale becomes. I mean, let me give you a perfect example. When people go to an Apple store, they don't even know what they're buying. It doesn't matter. You know, they could have literally, they could have monkeys at the store. If the monkey knew how to process your credit card, you don't go in there and say, I want this or this. You, you just, I need the iPhone. Here's my credit card. You walk in with your credit card in hand. I mean, realize that when they launched the iPhone, 
they had millions of people buying that iPhone. It didn't wasn't even working properly until they got it out of the gate, right? But they pre-sold. Steve Jobs, one of the greatest guys in the world, how to pre-sell something, right? And so you've got to begin really good at pre-selling your offers. You know, you got something new coming out and you want to do it in three days, do it in 90 days, do it in 60 days, get the pre-marketing going in advance. Because if the marketing is good, the sale becomes a byproduct of great marketing. Yeah, for sure. When people have that brand recognition, uh, like when there's that brand recognition, people already know trust and they know what to expect. Yeah. They're they're going to buy, and and even in my career, like I've I've seen it for myself. You know, obviously when I first started, people didn't know what I was doing and whatnot. But it, it took all of these points, and so now people know exactly like what to expect from me, and it just like I keep showing up and I keep showing up and it just makes it people know trust and like me more because I just keep showing up um you know you said to consistently be there and doing the things so you are always speaking at different events your own events and other people's events and you know tell us a little bit about about like speaking on stages and how to utilize that to grow your business? Well, I mean, here's the thing when it comes to speaking, you know, take a stage when you know your content. If you don't know your content, no reason to be on the stage, you know? So do you know for a fact that what you're going to speak about is tailored to the audience? So if I had to go talk about cooking, I can't cook. It'd be a really quick show. You know, I'd be like, let me push this it's video. You can watch the video. I can make reservations. I'm good at that, right? No problem. Anywhere in the world, I can get a table, right? <laughs> but the cooking side, I'm not health. I'm not a health coach. I'm not a life coach. I'm not going to get you motivated. Um, I'm not a coach that's going to help you with your relationships. That's I'm just not that guy. But I'm a damn good business coach. I've been ranked top 30 in the world five years in a row by Guru Magazine, and you can't pay to be in there. So when you think about it, own your niche, right? So when you take the stage, speak about something you really have great value to give. And I don't care if you're a good speaker or not. Learn to move from speaking, and I want you to write this down, to have a conversation with the audience. If you'll move from that, right, and always have giveaways. I always give away my book, The Obvious, right? Why? Because I didn't, I didn't write the book to make money on the book. I wrote the book to make it a marketing tool that gave away great education. Because they love the book, they're going to want some more. So begin to think the same way in your life, right? Is that, you know, what are you great at that can serve some people? Really begin to tailor a two-minute talk, a five-minute talk, a 20-minute talk, a 60-minute talk. You know, we've had speaker programs now for a number of years designed to either get paid to speak, how to get paid to speak and tell your story, or how to speak and sell from the platform. It doesn't matter, but you got to start, you're going to find that, you know, most of the top entrepreneurs in the world, they learn communication. Warren Buffett, the only plaque he has in his office after all of his success is from the 1951 Dale Carnegie School of Public Speaking. He said the greatest skill set an entrepreneur can have is to learn how to become a better communicator, learn how to be a public speaker. He said that one class changed the entire trajectory of his business life. So I don't care if you're listening today and you're 15 or you're 91, I don't care, right? You always got to work on becoming a better communicator. But it's communicating through a process that moves people down a path to say, whatever he or she just talked about, I want that. I need that today. And I'd love to get more information. 
And you do that through a conversational style, right? Versus getting up there and giving your standard lecture. If it's a standard lecture, you're just reading off the PowerPoint, they don't need you anymore. They can watch a video on the screen or put up some notes and just have them take the notes. But really to have an engagement with the audience is that you ask them a lot of questions. You find out exactly who's there. You identify the challenge they're facing. You give them some tips on how to solve the problem. And then, of course, you do it on time. You got a 20-minute talk, make it a 20-minute talk. I like to teach everyone to do what are called one-minute power videos. This is so easy to do. Go on, go onto your phone, get a phone. I'm sure you got one of those. Literally shoot a one-minute video. That's it. Give them three tips on something. There's an app called InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T. Upload the video to InShot. Edit the video. You can put a stinger in the front, a little trailer in the front and back. Really easy to do. Put a text opt-in inside the screen. Push a button. It goes to all your social media channels. Now, if you don't have the opt-in, you've just wasted your message. So a big thing about public speaking, please write this down too, always have a simple call to action. The call to action could be a free book. It could be to buy a program, whatever it's going to be, because if they like the conversation you had, that audience, whether it's one or 25,000, they're going to want more. And it's your job to have more ready for them long before you took the stage. So hopefully that gives you some uh, ideas. And it doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's on a website like you're listening today, right, or it's live in person. Still the same. It's exactly the same. I want to thank you so much for sharing no all these great tips. You know, oh. for all of you listening in, you feel free to go back and take notes because I know Bill gave so many great <laughs> tips. And literally, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I've been around you, like, literally probably once a month and at listening to you speak. And every single time I learn something new and I implement something new and take my business even further every single time. So I want to thank you so much for everything that you do for Keep me. Keep up the great work. Everything that you do for all of the entrepreneurs that come into your space, like you're such an inspiration and you really share so much and you really care about everyone you work with. And Thank I'm you. so like grateful to you and like, you know, always having you as like a friend and a mentor. Well, so, love you. Keep up the great work. You're a rock star. You inspire so many more. Your message counts every day. Thank you.